0: Welcome to a Healthy Soul Podcast. My name is Crystal, and I'm a functional nutrition coach and an autoimmune warrior. On this podcast, I'll be covering different ways to help you create a quality life and a healthy soul. Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you're having a wonderful day. So we just got through with Halloween. And I don't know about you guys, but my kids came home with way too much candy. And honestly, it happens every single year. And while I love that they get to enjoy all the activities around town and go trick-or-treating, and I love that they're excited about how much candy they got, I still have to figure out what to do with all of it. Now... I know you might be thinking, like, but Crystal, what do you mean, what are you going to do with all of it? Like, this is your kid's candy. They worked for that. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not planning on throwing it away, at least not just yet. However, this is not my first rodeo. I know exactly how this is going to go. The kids bring all their candy home, and I'm sure the first couple of days, you know... Like I make sure that I don't eat any of it. You know, I tell myself that it's just for the kids and I honestly even help them, you know, ration out their stuff and moderate it because it's good to practice moderation. And I know with all the excitement that they're going to want to sit there and eat all of it, which obviously is not a good idea, even for kids, right? Like doesn't matter what age you are, uh, sugar is not good for you regardless. So, you know, I let them pick out a few pieces and then we put their candy buckets on top of the fridge. And for the next couple days, you know, they'll ask to have a piece or two, maybe after dinner packed with their lunch or something. But usually after about like three or four days, they completely forget that it even exists. However, I don't forget that it exists and I swear it's like that candy bucket is calling my name. Now this might sound ridiculous for some of you, but for my fellow sugar addicts out there, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I always tell myself, oh I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look and see what's in there. And the thing is is I know what I'm gonna find. Right? Like, uh, there's candy in that bucket and I am a total sucker for those mini Milky Ways. So then I tell myself, well, I'll just, I'll just have one. And honestly, that never works either. Right? Because they're like mini candy bars, you know? So going back in 30 minutes to have another one, It's totally fine. And then it becomes this thing where like every time I walk past the refrigerator, I snag another piece of candy. And next thing I know, I've had like five Milky Ways, you know, a couple mini Twix bars, a couple little Kit Kat things, maybe some candy I haven't tried before. And basically by the end of it, I end up having probably what's the equivalent of like two to three full-size candy bars. Like those minis will get you. (laughs) And when would you ever just sit there and eat two to three candy bars? Like never, right? If you do have a candy bar, you're going to go and you're going to buy one. Or at least you should only buy one. And if your family is anything like mine, it's not just candy we have to worry about. It's cookies and cupcakes and popcorn balls and all of the Halloween treats, right? And of course, you can't say no to a popcorn ball, especially uh, in my husband's family. You can't say no to Aunt Sina's popcorn balls. They're amazing. So yeah, when I say I have to figure out what to do with all the candy, it's not because I'm trying to get it away from my kids. I'm trying to get it away from myself because here's the thing. If it's in my kitchen, I'm going to eat it. I try really hard to keep my kitchen a safe zone for this reason, because I find that even, even if I don't want to eat it, right? It's just, it's convenient. It's there. It's available. You know, if you're bored, if you're tired, if you just need a quick snack, it's super easy just to grab it, and every time these treats, candies, snacks, whatever it is, somehow they find their way into my mouth. <laughs> so, if this scenario sounds all too familiar to you, then I have some tips for this post Halloween season that should help you out. Now, When I first start hearing that candy bucket calling my name, it's usually for one of these reasons. Either I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm bored, I'm lonely, I'm tired, or I'm stressed out. Right? Whenever I'm having a sweets craving, this is a checklist that I go down and, you know, it's just a little, like, self-assessment. Like, what is actually going on with me? Because I know I don't actually need sugar, right? My body's not telling me, Crystal, you really should get some sugar in you right now. That is not a thing. <laughs> so this checklist works out for any time you're having a craving that's anything that doesn't serve you. You know, chips, alcohol, muffins, soda, anything along those lines. because. Anytime you're craving one of these things, there's usually something else going on. If you're hungry, when was the last time you ate? You know, make sure you're getting three to four well-balanced meals per day. If you just ate recently, what nutrient were you missing? You know, did you get enough protein? Did you get enough veggies or healthy fats? Um, You know, because if you're not, your body is craving something that it actually needs. So don't try and quiet your hunger cues with something that it doesn't need. You know, and if you're thirsty, right, drink some water. Sometimes our thirst actually shows up as a hunger cue. So I always tell my clients to drink 10 to 20 ounces of water and see how that sets with you before you move on to something else. Um, also, if you're trying to quiet your thirst with soda or some other sugary drink, you know, some of those iced teas and or those like, you know, Powerades, um, you know, that, that's not going to work either. Um, you're just going to end up consuming way more of those sugary drinks because as soon as you're done with it, your body's like, hey, I still need water. So it's going to make you thirsty again. Um, and a lot of times people who try to, to quiet their thirst cues with sugary beverages, just end up consuming more of that same soda or or Powerade or whatever it is. So make sure you're drinking enough water. You should be getting half your body weight in ounces per day. So that means, you know, for example, if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking at least 50 ounces of water per day, at least. If not, maybe a little bit more depending on you know what activities you have going on that day if you're bored go do something right if you don't have a hobby get one start a home project or start planning one you know uh, play a board game with your kids make a macrame plant holder you know whatever floats your boat but find a way to entertain yourself you know when i'm truly entertained I actually have the opposite problem. I usually have to have somebody remind me like, hey, have you eaten lunch yet today? Because I'm so focused on what I'm doing that I forget. So if you're having a sugar craving, this is a really great way to just kind of get in the flow of doing something. Sometimes even just like putting on a podcast or your favorite playlist and starting to clean your house, you know, or or organize a cabinet. Something along those lines um, can really just kind of get you out of that like, I'm bored. I want to eat something into doing something that, uh, is productive or, or makes you feel better. Um, if you're lonely, right, this is another reason that we can end up getting sugar cravings. Call your mom, call a friend, call your grandma. When's the last time you talked to your grandma? You know, go talk to your kids, go hug your spouse, like make a connection with somebody. You know, go make plans with a friend. Even if you can't go do that plan right now, uh, you know, just start the process. Call them up. Say, hey, when are you free next time? Because you're starting that process of nurturing those relationships and making those connections with people, and that's going to help you feel less lonely. If you're tired, you know, your body is going to be looking for a source of energy. And sugar, of course is a quick source of energy, but unfortunately it's followed by a pretty significant crash afterwards, making it a very short term solution with a lot of negative, um, consequences as well with inflammation and other reactions that it causes in your body. So look for a better source. You know, um, the first thing I always do when I'm feeling a little tired is make sure my water intake is where it should be for the day. You know, when was the last time you drank any water? Uh, And then, of course, I check on my food. You know, when was the last time I ate? Because these are both things that can cause fatigue. If you can, you know, take a quick 20, 30-minute little cat nap. Um, You know, and I'd like to note that if it's afternoon, um, I avoid drinking caffeine. So no coffee um, or caffeinated teas because I want to make sure that I'm getting a good night's sleep every night and this could be One of the reasons that you're even feeling tired in the first place is because you didn't sleep all that night So make sure you're getting good sleep every night. That way you can avoid having this excessive fatigue every day um, You know another thing that you can do if you're feeling tired is just get up and move like move your body You know, if you have an office job or you've been sitting for an extended period of time, get up, you know, go for a quick walk, do some jumping jacks, you know, stretch out a little bit. um, You know, and then if it's late at night and you're looking for a snack, go to bed. (laughs) If it's time for sleep, just go to sleep, right? If you find yourself raiding the cabinet, but you're tired and you're just like, staying up scrolling on your phone or doing something like that, you know, just just go to bed. Do your body a favor, do what it at once. And then lastly, on the checklist, if you're stressed out, you know, there are so many things that you can do for this. Besides sitting on your couch, eating junk food, scrolling on your phone, watching Netflix. Yeah, that's right. I know. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I've been there. But, you know, things that you can try instead set. be like taking a bath, you know, read a book, get a workout, get a sweat on, you know, workouts have been shown to release the same chemicals in your brain and be just as effective as antidepressants. So if you're feeling stressed out, get a workout in, um, you know, journal, journal about what's going on, do a little brain dump, do some meditation, and honestly, one of the things you can do that's probably the best thing to do is just confront what's stressing you out. Uh, for me, you know, I know my house being a mess can sometimes be, not even sometimes, honestly, it's a huge reason why I stress out a lot of times. And so just doing a little like, you know, rage clean, like that's kind of what i I end up doing. Maybe that's not the healthiest thing, but it just makes me feel better when I can just kind of power through, get it done real quick because as soon as I'm done, I know that I'm going to be able to take a deep breath and just feel good in my space and I've gotten rid of that stress. So just confronting it sometimes, you know, and if it's with a person, right, like maybe you reach out to that person. Maybe they didn't mean to stress you out. Maybe they were having a bad day too and, and you can easily just get past this misunderstanding or this problem by just confronting that situation. Um, You know, so honestly, all these things are majority of the reasons why I find that I have sweets cravings. Um, You know, just doing a little self-check makes me realize the root cause of why I'm wanting to reach toward this comfort food or sugar if I'm looking for energy, you know, just one of the reasons that I feel like I need this when I really don't. Um, So yeah, so go through your little checklist if you find yourself having cravings for something that you really don't need. Now, in the case of Aunt Stina's popcorn balls, Maybe in your case, it's like, you know, grandma's famous cookies or something. Uh, Maybe there is no self-check to do in this case. Maybe it's just purely because it's tradition. You know, how could you miss out on this traditional treat? Whenever it is, it might be Halloween, it might be Thanksgiving, it might be Christmas, you know. Um, There's always some sort of family traditional treat at every holiday, honestly, in, in our family. so. In this case, I say go for it, right? Enjoy grandma's favorite cookies, famous cookies. But first, do a few things first, right? First thing I want you to do is I want you to eat a healthy, balanced meal, right? Uh, This is because I want you to make sure that you're giving your body the support it needs you know, for this decision that you're making to eat the cookie, you know, having the proper proteins and vitamins and minerals and all the nutrients that you need to make it easier for your body to actually process this cookie. Also, the other thing I want you to do is I want you to drink drink, drink 10 to 20 ounces of water. This is also going to aid in the digestion process Good Lord, if I could talk today, (laughs) Uh, but this is going to aid in the digestion process and it's going to also help you feel more full, which is going to help you feel like you don't need to overdo it on the cookies. Um, Because if we're going to do it right, we don't need to eat five of them. We just need to have one, you know, maybe two, depending on the size of them. And then the third thing I want you to make sure of, if you're going to indulge in these special treats. Is when you go to eat the cookie, take your time, you know, like fully enjoy the cookie. Chew each bite slowly and make it a whole experience. You know, like not only are you fully indulging in the experience at that point, you're also allowing yourself time to digest and feel fully satisfied that way, when you're done with the cookie, you're also less likely to want more, right? You've, you've fully given yourself this experience. You're satisfied. You're good. You know, we don't need to go back for seconds or thirds or fourths, or sometimes, you know, if we get really crazy, um, (laughs) and go overboard. So allowing it to be a full experience really makes it worth it too, because we all know what's going to happen afterwards, right? Like we eat the sugar And especially if we overdo it, but even if we don't, there's always this inevitable like gut ache and sugar crash. And honestly, depending on how sensitive you are, there could be worse things that come with it as well. So if you're going to do it, you know, fully indulge in it and do it right. So next time you're craving something that you know won't serve you, you know, do a little self-check. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Are you bored, lonely, tired? Are you stressed? You know, if so, let's pick a better solution. And if it's something traditional that you just want to experience, go ahead and indulge. You know, just do it right. You know, make sure you're supporting your body and making it a fully satisfying experience. And then, of course, if the candy bucket is continuing to call your name, throw it away make your kitchen a safe zone again you know and if you feel bad throwing it away then you know donate it or give it to somebody I make my husband take stuff to work sometimes because I know the guys there will eat it Um, sometimes you just got to get things out of your kitchen get them out of the way get the temptation out of there sometimes that's just the best way to do it and all of this being said I know that these things just happen sometimes right We find ourselves getting out of hand, you know, and I'd like to point out that the reason we get out of hand is because our gut microbiome gets out of balance and this causes us to start craving things that we know we shouldn't. And so this is why I like to periodically host a sugar detox workshop, you know, knowing that this holiday season is going to mess up a lot of microbiomes, um, I will actually be hosting a workshop each month for the next 3 months to help you get reset. And you might be in all 3 of those workshops because we have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas, we have New Year's. So um and of course we just had Halloween. But keep an eye out on my Instagram, you know, if you find yourself having these cravings or your eating habits are just getting out of hand, just hop on to the next workshop and I will totally give you the map to get reset and get back on track. So that's what I have for you guys today. I hope it was helpful for post Halloween and any other craving situation you find yourself in. I wish you the best in navigating this and uh that being said, I will see you next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you click the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, if you're interested in nutrition coaching, sign up for a free consultation at healthysoulnutrition.com. I'd love to hear about your goals and see if you're a good fit for my program. I hope you have a wonderful day and we will see you next time on Healthy Soul.